All right, folks, here we go. Another another episode. Last night, Matt and I did the, the 2022 year in review. It took about two hours. It's uploaded here on the Anchor app and situation. Ooh. Hope y'all enjoy y'all enjoy that because we got deep and personal with a lot of these teams that deserve it. Uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, they gotta get your work together and y'all be better next year. But there's only two teams left in this in this battle for the Lombardi Trophy, and on Sunday night we go they go at it, Eagles and Chiefs. And like I said, it's been a it's been a hell of a year. These two teams are as equally matched as you would think. They have the same record. They scored the same number of points, five forty six, and they got two quarterbacks that are are elite. One obviously is established elite, and one it became elite this year. And from top to bottom, this is a this is the two best teams that we can put together here for what could be a hell of a Super Bowl and stuff we already talked about. Now we did this for the conference championship game in a few weeks ago for the two matchups there, and we're now bringing it back for this. The last game of the year, the tale of the tape, Super Bowl edition. <laughs> so, like we always do, you know, we, we uh, scramble, scramble head, uh, scramble brain. Uh, let me see. Nice, nice background. <laughs> but anyway, where I want to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It, it's it's not nice until your boy Lawrence shows up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, what we're going to do is we did what we did a couple weeks ago. We're going to look at every position on both sides of the ball, and obviously, we're going to we'll tell you which one is better than the other. So right away, we're going to get to the bottom of it: the quarterback position. Well. Um, before we get into that, real quick, um, one other thing I have for us today. Obviously, um, we've done our uh, picks all year. We're going to have to do a pick, do one more round of picks, and uh, it's tight. I'm out of it, but you two, Rob, you're up by one game on Kwame. So, I mean, the fact that the Eagles are in the Super Bowl, we're probably all both. Gonna, you're probably both going to pick the Eagles, but. Just in case, we also have to pick an over/under on uh, points scored, or or something, some type of tiebreaker. Um, just in case yeah. that you guys somehow pick different. But um, I also have some prop bets I'm going to throw your way, just for yeah. some fun. All right. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to probably have to do. We're probably going to have to do some prop <laughs> bets to win because I cannot yeah. see us not picking the same way. But we'll see. Yeah. 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 So- a tough it's a tough way to finish off a, a, a hell of a year this was a fun it was well, fun doing it's that. like it your corner kicks. Doing that. it's, it's yeah. like your penalty kicks in soccer <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. of course my buddy mike knows about that <laughs> mr soccer <laughs> himself but anyway like i said let's just get to let's get to the tail of the tape and following this and following the tail of the tape we have a tom brady tribute to discuss as the legacy of one of the great of the GOAT comes to an end and our favorite Brady moments. But <laughs> let's go to the tail of the tape, 
So we'll start at quarterback. Go ahead. All right. Well, I mean, this is the one position where you, where the Chiefs have the advantage and on their entire team. Well, you could say tight end too, but if you're talking about res- overall receiving staff, that's different. But quarterback, obviously they got the advantage with Mahomes. He is a better quarterback right now than uh, Jalen Hurts. Obviously, Jalen Hurts does bring the running game into effect as well. But Mahomes has been doing this for, what, six years now in the NFL? Hurts has been doing it for, you could say, two. Really, he's been playing at an MVP level for one. Um, So, yeah, obviously Mahomes. And Mahomes does have that ring. And this is his third Super Bowl appearance, so he brings that that experience as well. So that that's an obvious Mahomes. Yep, I mean, for everything you just said, like Ditto, um, you know, he has more experience, been here, done that. They said been a champ, um, been uh, uh, to Super Bowl uh, two times. Now this will be his third. So yeah, he has the edge um overall. Even though I like Jalen more today. Yeah. Because one thing Mahomes does do, even though he does lead the league in passing yards, he also has way more interceptions. <laughs> and because it takes a lot of chances, which is fine. And the only reason they're here is because of him. So I um it's not a total negative, but Jalen's been taking care of the ball. Oh, more, but I will still give the edge to Mahomey. All right, running back. Well, Miles Sanders is the best running back on either team. That's obvious. Um, Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, come on, man. He's 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 not a terrible running back, but he's nothing special. And beyond that, what else do they have? Edward Edwards Alaire. They got nothing on the Chiefs. Bottom line, the two best running backs in this game are Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell. And you could even make a case for Boston Scott as the third best. So this is even close. Eagles, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's, once again, obvious to me. Um when it comes running backs with the Eagles, I mean, we have Miles Sanders who um, has cooked a thousand yards. Then you got Gangwell who's been really been bringing it up this past few games, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, he's almost become the, the, the featured back. And then you got Boston Scott, sometimes the short dark, short yardage, you know. So with Pacheco over there, um, and he's just a rookie. And like I said, in the lair, nah, there's this, yeah, it's really not uh, close. Who has a better running game? That's the Eagles. Wide receiver. Well, it's it probably it won't make a difference overall. But are, you, are we including uh, Travis Kel- the tight ends in that as receiving staff? It would make sure it, we can put that in there if you want. Just put it all in one lump. Okay. Uh, that makes it closer because obviously Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football, and he's a legit number one target in the passing game. But beyond that, the Eagles still also have the top five, maybe top three tight end in Dallas Goddard. And beyond that, they have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, 
while whereas the Chiefs are banged up at receiver, Miko Hartman's out. Um, Juju is going to be playing, but you know what? He's what a slot receiver, at, you know, at best. He's 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 not what he what we thought he could be. He's not. He's definitely wasn't the replacement for uh, Antonio Brown. And beyond that, what else do they have? MVS. Uh, they have the kid Watson, who's got speed. That's all he's got. Mm-hmm. I mean, Eagles, in terms of receivers, easy. Yep. And another easy call, because there's no one on the Chiefs whose name stands out. Um, I'm even just looking up and down their roster right now. Like I said, except for Juju Smith, because that's a funny name. We've seen him elsewhere. Um, but like I said, Kadarius Tony, the just guy MVS character. That's Corey Coleman. But yeah, only because of Mahomes, they have a shot at doing something. Um, but they are nondescript. When when we got uh we got Mr. Brown one side, then we got Goddard in the middle as a tight end, and yeah, Kelsey's the better tight end there in, but Goddard is damn good. So it's not a big drop off uh from there. And uh, and then to also have a Heisman Trophy winner on the other side, yeah, wide receiver is us, um, or, or just receivers is Eagles. O line. All right. Well, the Eagles do have the best offensive line in the NFL. We know that. That's that's pretty much a given. But we're talking about strength versus strength here too. So we got to give some credit to the Chiefs' offensive line which also is an elite offensive line. So while they may not be quite as good as Eagles and they definitely don't have the depth, uh, they are really good in their own right. So I will give the Chiefs a shout out there, but the Eagles do have the advantage regardless. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, same thing. Eagles offensive line has just been taking care of business all year long. And... uh, when when you got uh, one of your uh, tackles making sure that no sacks have been taken on him, Brother Lane, uh, there's no other player that can match that. Um, and he's, besides the missing part of a game because of his injury, he's been durable and been there um, all year and just doing a solid job. And the just the line as a whole has been taking care um of Jalen, creating holes for our running game. That's why we can just run through people and put up in some games ridiculous numbers, you know, like 300 yards rushing um over Green Bay, the 200 yards rushing on the Giants just in the playoffs. So offensive line, Eagles all the way. Special teams. All right. Well, mm. this one, admittedly, I haven't sit, sat here and looked at the Chiefs' special teams. I mean, this is the 
this is the uh, weak part of the Eagles team, though. Um, Jake Elliott is money. He's never missed a field goal in the playoffs. Um, beyond that, though, we've had a lot of a lot of issues covering both punt and kick coverage. And uh, Kern, he's been pretty awful as a punter. So we got to hope that we don't punt much, if at all, in this game. So I am going to give the advantage to the Chiefs. But admittedly, I haven't really scouted the Chiefs special team. So I don't know if they're good or bad or what, but I just know that the Eagles are not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm looking at it, too. I don't know of anything special about the Chiefs. Uh, special teams, um, but I do know we have our deficiencies because we see them every week. Um, our kicker, top notch, but when it comes to coverage and return, you know, there are nothing, we're nothing to fear, <laughs> unfortunately. So, uh, I will just give the edge to the Chiefs by default just to think maybe they can break one. But we haven't even returned anything close to a touchdown yet this, uh, this year. So give the side edge to the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll we'll see. I mean, offensive, they're – I mean, obviously the Eagles have the strength there. But, you know, like I said, with Mahomes out there, that makes those receivers they'll, – they'll ball and they'll make their way. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball. They have struggled running the ball. Edwards Calera has been injured. He has been officially re he's been officially activated for this game. So we'll see what happens. But it's not much of anything to put together there. Like I said, obviously, yeah, simplest man. That injury ended his season. That's been rough. You know, it's rough. You know, when you lose when you lose a punter like him, he's been elite punter. And that's a shame that he got hurt in that Giants game back in December. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think we just lost him. <laughs> and he's back. We <laughs> so he got to stand yeah, still. Yeah, it just popped out just, of the way. Just stand still. Don't move. <laughs> Okay, Zeus, right? <laughs> All right. Now we go to the other side of the ball. Defense. All right. Well. All right, but let's start with um let's start with the D line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, start with the line. This is where both teams, both coaches. Both uh, front offices want to build their teams through the lines. Um, the Chiefs have a, a great one there in uh, Chris Jones. But beyond that, that's mostly all they have. Frank Clark is at the end of the line, and he has he, he's not that great anymore. Um, the Eagles, we already know what they are. This is possibly the best defensive end or defensive line we've ever seen in the NFL. And definitely the best defensive line we've seen in the 21st century, you know, first team ever to have four uh, four linemen with with ten double digit sacks, and that doesn't even include Fletcher Cox who had seven and mm-hmm. one in the postseason. You know, uh, I mean, we're talking about a dominant defensive line here. 
So this isn't even a question. Eagles all the way. Yep. Oh, we lost Rob again, but we'll continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I can't argue with anything against you. You're right on the money. When you lead the league in sacks, taking a record uh, with matching those Chicago 85 Bears, and you got, as you said, four players with double-digit sacks, and just watching Hassan Reddick just wreaking havoc all year, especially just two sun- last Sunday against the San Fran, while that team is still crying about <laughs> yeah. what we've done to him and how we took out Brock. I mean, it's just we'll, – we'll talk about that later, but this, just <laughs> yeah. And so I'm – and then we middle of the season to add Dominica Sue and Limbo Joseph just to solidify uh, the middle so to get some rotation. And what a difference it made by adding them in and allowing Fletcher Cox to rotate and out. So now we added depth and, and having some uh, fresher legs throughout the game. And so that's been huge. So uh, the now Chiefs have Chris Jones. Okay, no, no joke. Um, but he still doesn't match up with our best. And that's all they got. So easily Eagles. Yeah. And uh, one, one other thing to keep to remember, um, the Eagles had all these sacks this year. They ain't blitz. They don't blitz. You know, this is all the front four. <laughs> Maybe five mm-hmm. once in a while. So uh, this isn't like mm-hmm. some team like uh, the the Buddy Ryan Eagles where we just bring in the house every play. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. And it might be the, the the dismay of the Eagles fans, but it's it's worked out. And uh, only thing I'll ever, I'll say about these two defensive lines: this has nothing to do with the game. But you know, you've heard about we knew about a BDN out there. Uh, go take a look at Chris Jones's uh, uh, um, combine, his forty-yard dash, and you'll see about BDN. <laughs> oh, not, not oh. To say. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll check that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, secondary. Um, again, Eagles. I mean, this this is the best secondary in the NFL. It's not even close. Darius Slay, James Bradbury. Um, maybe they both didn't make the Pro Bowl. Bradbury was second team All Pro. Um, Slay made the Pro Bowl. Both played at an extremely high level. Um, Avante Maddox, one of the best slot cornerbacks in the NFL. And then you get in the safety position. Gardner Johnson was a huge up, uh, huge trade, huge, huge. This guy's been awesome for us. And uh, and then you throw in the other safeties. You know, Epps was solid. Um, my guy Reed Blankenship. You know, he's he's come out as an undrafted free agent and played like a, you know, day two type of draft pick. Um, Kayvon Wallace. Finally, we finally got a showing from him this year. He played well. So, bottom line, this secondary is just complete all around. You throw in Zach McPherson for some depth at, at the outside <clears throat> corner position. And uh, 
I mean, it's not even close. The Chiefs just don't have it compared to us. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. I agree too. I mean, core, our defense, our secondaries uh, beats out theirs, and I'm feeling good of us exploiting that. Uh, that Jalen and the company will exploit that uh, Sunday afternoon. <clears throat> yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said it's good analysis. It didn't even take that long, you know. <laughs> I just checked in my watch. <laughs> but obviously, mm-hmm. we still have a lot of show left. Obviously, during this during this road to to Arizona and the Super Bowl since the conference championship games, a certain quarterback once again decided to call it a career. But I think this time he's more serious than he was a year ago. Because mm-hmm. in that journey, he kind of cost his, himself and his family a little bit there. But Thomas Brady Jr. decided to call it a career again. Okay. He was on Colin Coward saying that he's going to take a year off. And then in 2024, he's going to become a commentary for Fox Sports as obviously the league guy that will call the top games. So, like I said, what haven't we said about Brady? We haven't said most wins, most starts, most everything, basically. He basically is is the best of, of the best of all time. Nobody's going to be anywhere close to what he has accomplished. And as much as we can look at the quarterbacks in the league today, like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, and that's the only two that comes up with a close to the numbers Brady has come up with, with that could challenge at this rate. It's still it's still very much a long shot if they can even get to wherever they can get it out. So at this point, you know, there's not much else we can really say about Brady that we haven't said. But what is y'all two between? Well, y- 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 y'all, I'm sure y'all have different moments. We all know our favorite moment, our all-time favorite moment of of Brady in that Super Bowl Fifty Two. But, but to take all of what he did over twenty three years, what is your all time favorite Tom Brady moment that he did that impressed you? Um, I mean, with Tom Brady, I don't think there's one thing you can say that he's done that stood out over everything else because he's done so much. So. Um, I mean, just just the numbers that he's put up on what's supposed to be the end of his career, and he's done it for so long. You know, the numbers he's put up since he's turned 30 blow away pretty much any other quarterback in NFL history. And that's since he's turned 30, since he's been an old man. You know? Um, mm-hmm. Don't even count when he was actually young and won three Super Bowls. So... I mean, just just the longevity is. It, I mean, it's it's unrivaled. It's probably never going to happen again. And if it does, it's not going to happen for a long time. As great as like a guy like Mahomes might be, or Burrow, odds are they're not going to make it to forty five and play at this type of level. So, it's just the longevity. It's not even like one specific thing. Yeah, um, you know, the image I have of him, uh, 
that I think about, of course, is him sitting on the on the field after the Eagles beat him the Super Bowl. That was a beautiful look. <laughs> but for looking at the positive stuff for him, with him, because of his longevity and how good he was or is, because I still don't trust that he's fully retired. Um, <laughs> he, his game is actually boring. And that's what allowed him to survive so long. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no particular play that jumps out at me. There's not that Donovan McNabb's scramble, 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 run around, run around in Dallas and then throw, throw 50 yards downfield. Uh, for a catch, uh, there he, he don't hey, unless you guys can think of one. There's no like Mahomes scrambling and throwing underhand to someone and things that like there's 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 no razzle dazzle with him. Yeah. It was just snap, one two three, look, bam, balls out of his hand. Because that's a smart way to play. And if you don't, don't want to get hit, make your reads, hit somebody, boom, boom, boom. Uh, or be ready for the next snap. That's how I got to survive this long uh, in the league. So, um, yeah, a significant play or thing? No. Um, just that he was the creator of the tuck war. <laughs> They created a rule or uh just that kicked off his legacy. <laughs> um uh I really think it's just the officials messing up, but that's what start that's what sparked it. So a great yeah. career that he had or has, and um I just credit him for just playing and playing the game extremely smart. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, there's so many memories that he had. Obviously, it begins with the tuck rule. I mean, obviously, you know, as much snow as we will ever see here, we may never see snow again in this area. But that, <laughs> but it brings up that snowy night in Foxborough back in 2000, early 2002. And Charles Woodson hit him, and then obviously they think it wasn't a fumble. It was, and then they say it wasn't and all this, and then, it set it started a dynasty basically. But then again, there's just so many memories about Brady. I mean, you know, the fifty touchdown season with Randy Moss. Um, you know, he came back from the torn ACL the next year. Um the fact that uh he came back in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. I mean, there's just so many memories. But I just think that like Matt brought up the fact that, and we and we and and like I said, going away from football a little bit. Last night, LeBron James made history as the all-time leading scorer. Longevity. They all have the same thing in common: longevity. In this sport, in sports, if you last long enough, you're going to put up numbers that others won't, because they won't. They don't have the drive, the determination, or or other factors. I mean. Nobody, no quarterback has ever played at, as long in this in this era outside George Blanda. And George Blanda wasn't always a quarterback. He was a kicker for many, many years, for many of those years. So to, be, to play quarterback for that long, 
for that consistently long. And if you look at the at the league today, look at the quarterbacks in the league today. Most of them grew up with Tom Brady. Most of them idolized Tom Brady. Most of them became quarterbacks. Hell, Jalen Hurts, for for example, possibly. I'm sure he looked at Tom Brady tapes as a kid. It's yeah. just it's just amazing. It's amazing that you know you get to play with your heroes because in sports that normally doesn't happen. You know, only in racing that you can actually race with your heroes, the guys that you looked up to, because they still they still have the drive to still go out there and the talent to still put on a show. But the fact that Brady has been around so long and has done so much, and to me, it's almost like I, I'm still in the back of my mind saying it's not over yet. He might still come back, you know, because, you know, the drive, I mean, it's tough to walk away. It's tough to walk away. You know, guys that walk away, the, the legends that walked away, they left because they had nothing left. They had nothing left in the tank. I mean, look at look at Peyton Manning. They had to carry him to the Super Bowl that year when he when he won and he retired. I knew that was the last year. Brett Favre played until he couldn't play no more. You know, he just he just played he just played until until his knees and his arm and everything gave out. I mean, Joe Montana, his 49ers run was great, obviously, and it was the measuring stick, obviously, but when his injuries showed up there in the early nineties and they moved on to Steve young, you know, he had, he wanted to retire on his own terms, not just that way. So hell, he went to, to Kansas city for a couple of years, but then, and again, you know, like I said, Brady's been doing this so long, the longest he's been, nobody's done it better. Like you said, Kwame, he is boring. Yes. Remember he was a six round draft pick. You know, he he didn't have the best – he wasn't in the best shape or anything. He's never been known for muscles and for power and skill set and skill level. I mean, hell, you know, I wish I could have that kind of talent. And I, I am nowhere near buff. And I go to – and I try to work out twice a week now. <laughs> I still I still don't eat properly. That's another thing. I mean, the guy, he, he, he always ate properly. He always kept himself in great shape. To, to withstand defenses and and injuries, the fact that he only had one major, legitimate major injury in twenty three years is pretty remarkable as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I said, I mean, I was a big Brady hater for many years. Obviously, when he was with Belichick, it was the same song and dance. They dominated. They just they were the standard. But when he moved to Tampa Bay, it I knew things were different. A more lean back Brady, a more friendlier Brady, a more, you know, you can go to him and and he'd be more respectable. Things are much different. That's why I can respect that Tampa run more than his New England run because of the fact that he didn't have to be hands tied behind his back kind of deal. He could be himself and the and the teams and everybody could respect that. And the fact that he even willed them to a Super Bowl victory. That just tells you about his greatness. I mean, he is the greatest player, not the greatest, just the greatest player to ever play in the National Football League in 103 years. Nobody's ever had a career like him. Nobody will ever have a career like him. He is never say never. Head. 
Mm-hmm. He is rich. He is Richard Pett. That's who he is. You oh. can't. You can't. You know. And and I'll say this on. And I'll say this on air. Nobody's gonna be. Nobody can fuck with him. Nobody can fuck with him. I just say I never say never because no one thought no one's gonna beat Kareem's scoring title. And there it goes. So it can't yeah. be another Brady out there. In the yeah, wings. you never know. Some could always happen. There could always be another great one. But uh, I mean, the odds of somebody playing till that age with that type of success—I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's it's probably not going to happen in any time in the next twenty plus years. Yeah. I mean, Including you're right. Never say never because anything can happen. You know, we we you, you know, especially in this era, everything just goes to hell in, in a handbasket. But when it comes to what Brady did and the numbers he put up, there's only two quarterbacks in this league that's going to be anywhere close to that or even a third of, of what he did by the end of their careers, and that's Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. And God knows how long Mahomes will play, and we know that Rodgers is not that many more years from calling it a career. You know, he's starting to drift away from, from football business. You know he's coming. To, he's going to come off. A, he's coming off a down year. So who knows what he's going to go to another team? Most likely ninety percent. So who knows what his what his motivation will be in another two or three years? So to me, I see that Brady's just some of his records may break, but I don't think starts and potentially uh, and wins. I think those are 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 secured forever, in my opinion. Those two things, definitely. Maybe the touchdowns might break. Maybe the touchdowns, but those two, those are those are very hard to do because you have to be committed and and there every week. And he did that for over twenty years consistently. That's hard to do. Yeah, very mm-hmm. hard to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, injuries yeah. are just a part of football. Injuries are part of football. Every you you know, even if it's not broken bones or whatever you may be hurt enough that the coach won't let you play despite how loyal the coach is to you look at Jalen Hurts this year he has a bum shoulder and they took him out for two games so like I said you you gotta will yourself you gotta will yourself Brady did that he he withstand the pain the, the the getting up in the morning beaten and battered and all that shit. He he's 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 the best. He's the goat. Yeah. Hard to do, very hard to do. Those two stats in itself starts and wins. Nobody's touching that. Nobody's touching that. Yeah, I mean it's even it's why I say every year, I don't pick against Brady in the playoffs, man. Um, and I didn't pick him against. I didn't pick against him this year either. Even though that team wasn't as good, and even though. They weren't the, the best team um, on the field. But, you know, when, when yeah. you get to the playoffs, Tom Brady, the guy is the greatest playoff quarterback we'll probably ever see. And, uh, hey, maybe he didn't put up the, exactly the same numbers as Manning for the first 15 years of his career, but he was a better quarterback. And we knew that right off, right away with their head-to-head matchups with him dominating Manning right off the bat. And uh, it's not always about stats at that mm-hmm. position. I just hate that 
the trivia question will be, oh, who was the last team you beat in the playoffs? <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Damn. I need him to beat the Cowboys to get that out of our system. <laughs> yeah. And who was the last team that beat them? I mean, that was the Cowboys. So forever, forevermore, the NFC East will forever be forevermore in Tom Brady's legacy. He beat the Eagles in the playoffs the last time, but he lost to the Cowboys in his last game. <laughs> well, it's also yep. who was the last team that beat him in the Super Bowl, and that's the Eagles too. Yeah, it comes full circle. That's true. The only they, team that beat him in the Super Bowl, NFC. Hell, hell he might mm-hmm. actually come back and, and the be Giants. the Washington Commanders quarterback next year. Who knows? He might actually go to Washington and be the Commanders, get some revenge. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my goodness. Yeah, I thought he was going to stay around and at least complete the Philly special. He's been trying. He That's the one thing he that's going to stick in his crawl. He could not catch a pass. He tried, he tried, he tried. And I say he's gonna he's not gonna retire until he get that right. So that's why I think he just might come back. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him to come back with someone. So, like I said, Brady, we salute you. We congratulate you. And when you go to Canton in twenty twenty eight, when you're when you go when you go in there, maybe we'll we'll one of one of us three will Take that long drive to Ohio and celebrate you. Maybe. Maybe. But anyway, move on to the task at hand. Obviously, the Super Bowl is we still we still have to get in there Sunday. It's also the biggest betting day of the year, as everybody knows. Everybody knows senior me. I've been betting all 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 the time for the last few years. Kwame, I got a little he got a little bit of a whip off of me and he betted for the first time allegedly in his fifty years. Allegedly. Yes. And then <laughs> I mean first. I, I mean to me and, and Matt likes he's the opposite because I've always said in my in my opinion, you're either a fancy football junkie or you're a yeah. betting junkie. You can't be both. I mean <laughs> people can do both. People can do both. I'm not saying you can't, but most of the time it's either one or the other. So, but what we did this year, obviously, what we've done this year is we've done our betting thing for every game, regular season into the postseason. So, obviously, you get to this time of the year, and me and Kwame have done enough to be one of us is going to win the betting championship. So, what do we do with one game left? Do we go against each other? Do we agree? What will we do in our final betting segment of twenty of the twenty twenty two seasons? Well, um, well, let's start off with who do you like <laughs> in this game? Well, I mean, <laughs> you see. Like I said, we all have our own ideas and rules. I've said all year I would never bet. I normally would not bet against. I would not bet on the Eagles just because in in this in this deal because I don't want to get burned every week or I don't want to just get burned. But now we're in the Super Bowl, and we have to kind of look at at all the fundamentals. 
obviously going through everything there is. And, and still, we have a show on Sunday to really get, get deep into the matchups. So here we are in the final week of the year, in the final betting chance. You and I are going to have to agree. We're both going to take the Eagles and the, and the point. We, we both believe that they will win by more than, than the one and a half that's given. It, that line has not changed. Normally, in Super Bowl weeks, the line's changed by two or three points. But this has been straight consistent since Tuesday of last week. It has not mm-hmm. changed. So the line, the over, the over number for points is not changed at all. So really, it's not going to nothing's going to change before Sunday. So we bet on the same thing. They're going to Vegas is going to agree with us. Caesars is going to agree with us, and most of the and most of these sports books up and down the country will be agreeing with us. So we're both we're both got our hands tied behind our backs because we can't really go against each other because it's our home team, and we have a shot to to do something, but. Obviously, it's up to Matt to break the tie. So we both agree, Eagles, and take that points. All right. Well, how about the over-under? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with the over-under. If we can find two things that we – and I'd have to win both things. Whatever two things we go the opposite way of. I have 51. right? I see 51 right now. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's moved up. It's moved up. All right. So what do you have? Yeah, I got 51 as well. Yeah, from CBS. Yeah. Yeah, CBS got 51. And they use Caesars, don't they? Yeah, they use Caesars. Yeah. My said Bet River says 50 and a half. Okay. Yeah, we, it's basically way. the same. You, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're taking a half point, it's basically the same. It's not, it's no different than what y'all's are, are putting up there, 51. So, all right. So if it's going to come down to – it's not going to come down to the spread. It's going to come down to how many points they score. What do we take? Well, I admit I will go with – for me, I'll pick the under. Under. And I'll pick the over. I'll pick the over. I think that with with good teams like these two, they both put up enough points. I feel like late in the game it's going to get a little bit crazy with the points especially whoever's trailing. Whoever's trailing is going to be more desperate to score, and they're going to find a way to score. So I'm going to go over, and that's how we sell this. It's a good it's a good look. I think that's how we sell this. All right. Yeah, I'm, we... uh, just for fun, I'll, I'll throw mine in here. I'm going to go with the over as well. Um, the only way I see this being the under is if the Eagles win by at least two two scores. Okay, um, if this is a close game, it's got to be an over. I mean, you're talking about 51 points, that'd be a score, say, 26 to 25. So, the only way KC wins this is if it's a shootout. So, 
Um, mm-hmm. Either way, I think the Eagles could drop 37 plus on KC, at which point Kansas City's going to score, you know, 20 for sure. I mean, they're not going to get shut out. So I'm going with the over as well. Okay. And then as a tiebreaker, we can pick a score, which ironically is going to work in the, uh, it's going to work in our favor anyway, because if we pick the score, we already believe it's going to be over or under. So my score is going to be under. Oh, Rob disappeared again. <laughs> yeah. Is he yeah. Back? I Here he is. Again. Sorry. Sorry. Again. <laughs> Tell you what we could do instead of just like doing it like that, we could do, um, if you guys have different picks anyway, we could do a Super Bowl MVP. Okay. If you have the same picks, we'll come up with another tiebreaker. Well, the MVP, it's only two I can think of on the Eagles, and that's either Jalen Hurts or Hassan Reddick. I think Hassan's gonna wreck is gonna wreck the game. If if the defense dominates, he's gonna be at the front at the forefront because he can wreck he can wreck everybody. And, you know, with a bum ankle, Mahomes is going to be hard to mobile. He's going to be hard to move around anyway. He's going to have to stay in the pocket. Now, he's dangerous in the pocket, obviously. But if he's got if he's got people in his face, Hassan Reg is going to be that guy. So if I want to say a true MVP, I'm going to go with Hassan Reddick. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to no disrespect go. to Hurts. I think Hurts is going to do good, but mm-hmm. I just think Hassan Reg. He's just more. He's just more dangerous. He's just playing a better game right now. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with AJ Brown. Even though yeah. it's sometimes hard for a receiver to get it without the quarterback because he's still only two one, but I think AJ is going to be breaking some long ones. Some short passes and some rumbling. Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, AJ Brown is when when we do our talk on a Sunday and actually make our picks, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be prominently featured in my breakdown of how this game gonna go. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at least we we got that. So. Uh, Rob's taking the over and a and uh Hassan Reddick as the uh Super Bowl MVP. Tommy, you're going with the under and AJ Brown as the Super Bowl MVP. Yep, yep, that's fair enough. We'll see, we'll see who we'll see it how it goes, and then it goes into our into our the championship and what and what prizes we should win. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And if you guys want in to fact, do it, I, throw, fact, I got some prop bets here that we can throw in here just for fun. In, in fact, Matt, 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 before before you get to the prop bets, whoever wins this bet owes us something when the three of us meet this summer before the start of our next season. We have look like I said, it, it's might be for fun, but it's a it's a true competition. So somebody <laughs> has to get a celebration. Yeah, well, I'm already last. I'm already think about, I already that. Think about it when you come back up to Pennsylvania, and we all and all three of us will celebrate together in one <laughs> way for the for the champ. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm already last place, so I owe you guys something. The beer. <laughs> something. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm 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 the I'm the I'm the loser of the year. So if you guys want to do a little side bet there, then uh you know you can do that too. Well, wouldn't be on this game. I mean, obviously, I know which way I'm going. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not betting on MVP because that's too subjective. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have no idea what someone thinks. Who decides? Who even decides it? Kamesh? Uh, <laughs> some statisticians? Like, who? I don't never even thought about that. Who even decides yeah. who's a who is a uh, finals MVP in any sport. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure who actually comes up with the, 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 the winner. It could be the AP, you know, which I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Just random people. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. And I can't put my money on someone's opinion. <laughs> Bad enough putting on a game in the first place. When someone can drop a ball and change everything. Yeah, right. Yep. All right. Well, now, like I said, one of us has a rant about what happened this past weekend. Of course, the NFL oh, had to God. with two weeks between between the conference title and the and the big game, they had to do something with the Pro Bowl. And unfortunately, <laughs> The Pro Bowl games, and I and, and I'm the loser of the week because there's no way I had to watch that garbage. Somehow I had to watch most of that garbage. I don't know what 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 I thought of it, but one of us has a rant and has to ch- and has an idea to to do something to the Pro Bowl moving forward. So go ahead. All right, dude. The Pro Bowl is an embarrassment to the sport of football. This is it, man. I mean, back in at least the 90s, there was some entertainment value, even in the early 2000s. But now it's an embarrassment. We got to go. This is pathetic, man. Um, We're now now sitting here watching flag football. Flag football in the NFL. I mean, come on, man. Let's just end it. <laughs> just put an end to this garbage. It's it's mm. awful. It's unwatchable. Anybody that watches this, I'm sorry. I'd rather watch the XFL back in what was that 2001. I'd rather watch <laughs> that garbage than this. Just end it, man. Just it. My 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 suggestion for the Pro Bowl is to stop playing it all together. It's the only that's the only solution. Nobody wants to play in it. Nobody cares. No, the fans don't care. The fans don't want to watch this garbage. Just <laughs> end it. Stand it all together. Come out with your uh, your Pro Bowl players, your, your team, just like you do the All Pro team. Um, have a little ceremony and put 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 it put it to rest. That's it. Otherwise, there's absolutely no reason to play it. There's absolutely no reason to watch it. There's absolutely no reason for this game to happen ever again. And <laughs> it's 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 an embarrassment to the sport of football. So that's all I got to say. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, they should really just bring them to the to the Super Bowl, the week before Super Bowl, and just parade them around during this whole week right now. And they get interviewed and all that good stuff about the Pro Bowl picks. Hell, wear their Pro Bowl jerseys. And unless they want to go to Hawaii, like they used to do, and they want to get that free trip to Hawaii, I understand that. You can do it there if you want to. But to play anything just looks sad. I got I flipped the channels around Sunday and I happened to stumble across it. And I just said, what is this? What's going on? What's the seven on seven? Why is there a center standing there doing nothing? Um, <laughs> the, and why is Derek Carr look the same? Just as horrible. <laughs> like, what's what am I watching? And I kept going. I went back and watched me some bowling. <laughs> the U.S. champs championships. <laughs> but that was. They, and then the, the, were, the game had the nerve to be there. long. The, the game had the nerve to be long and run into my Sixers game, pushing it back. 15 to 20 minutes. Just sad. Just sad. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the Pro Bowl, it's lost its luxury. You know, it, it just really basically since um, what's his name passed away. Sean Taylor with that hard hit in his Pro Bowl game before he passed away. The game really is soft. It's It's always been soft. I mean, nobody wants to play hard. You know, you you like what? Well, in all these other leagues coming up, the USFL, the XFL, and now the Arena Football League is coming back next year. Apparently, you get to hear the plays because they'll be mic'd up and hear the plays. You can't do that in the NFL because they won't allow it. teams will allow it. You know, in other situations. So, I mean, yeah, you're gonna call the plays and stuff. The Manning brothers running the team. Snoop Dogg was out there. You know, I don't even know if he was high or not. I mean, God, he God looked, for sakes. Looked, I mean, he, it was a. I saw him. It was, just, he it, high. Was, it was. It, it, for me, I had to watch two and a half hours of that BS, and I and I'm ashamed of myself because why? Why you know why? And you that should be. <laughs> I mean, hell, the only the only reason I probably watched it was because at least this is not volunteering, and they get paid to do this. So at the end of the day, you get a nice you get a nice check. From, from the league to doing that. So, you know, unfortunately, 49ers, they were happy to be there, even though they they, they put on a, a fake face to know that, despite the fact that they're still butthurt about the NFC championship loss, and they will forever be. They're like cowboy people, you know. They, they bitch and cry more like they are about after something. It's like, you know, come on now. You know, yeah, you lost. Dude. They're looking Get really a good quarterback. Right Get a good quarterback then. I mean, seriously, 49er fans. And I, and I know we have those surprises and disappointments, but the 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 the, 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 the dummies of the week is the 49ers. Their <laughs> fan base, everything re related to them. You you're basically embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing guys like Steve Young and Joe Montana. You know, you got you know, seriously, you you can't take a loss. You got to be by Like, shit. Shut, shut <laughs> up. Just take, just take the goddamn loss and get get a goddamn quarterback that actually stays healthy for 17 weeks 
and maybe you actually would be in the Super Bowl again. But then again, look at your head coach, the guy that choked away a 23-3 lead as an offensive coordinator, the same core, the same head coach that blew a 20-10 lead in the fourth quarter and gave up 21 points to lose to the Chiefs. The same Chiefs were playing on Sunday. That's your coach, Kyle Shanahan. Do, do, do they really want to see Kyle Shanahan in another Super Bowl to blow it? I don't think so. So, 49ers need to shut up, get over with, look, find a quarterback that stays healthy, and we'll see you, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're, I mean, they're an embarrassment. They're a joke. Um, the fan base, the players, Brandon Ayuk, and talk about a team that just can't handle a loss and the excuses. My God. It doesn't matter who you had in quarter, at quarterback out there. Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, Tom Brady. The guy was getting crushed. He had no yes. chance. And, and <laughs> I mean, even, even if Brock Purdy didn't get injured, you, you could see it. The guy was scared. He was, he, he was shitting his pants out there, <laughs> you know? So, um, I mean, yes. Just, just, just give it a rest. Give it a rest. You lost. You got beat by the better team. Move on with your lives and try to get better. It's exactly. I mean, this is. I mean, I mean, Matt, you're. I mean, Matt, you're 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 like me as a Raven fan. You like the Buffalo Bills. They don't even. They weren't bitching and crying as much about about the loss to the Bengals as the 49ers are. Dude, you go back a few years ago. The year the Eagles uh, tanked. Against the Redskins, and uh, and the Giants were crying up a storm because oh, we yeah. didn't play. We because talked we didn't about play that. Our starters and put them in the playoffs. And it's like <laughs> you, you had your chance to make the playoffs. You blew it. You stuck. <laughs> get, well, get over it. You know, it's like quit crying and move on. You sucked. Get back. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and your boy Ayuk talking that nonsense. If I was a betting man. I yeah, put up yeah. everything I have and cash it in and bet mm-hmm. it all on the Chiefs. Yeah, go ahead. Put your money where your mouth is, like I did. I put my <laughs> money where my mouth is, and I got paid. So go ahead and do it. Yeah, you all big yeah, and bad. Exactly. Matter of fact, don't even sell all your stuff. Just take the cash you already have and just <laughs> shove it on the Chiefs. Just yeah. do that much. It, but it's it like I said, he's jackass, yeah, pussy. <laughs> you yeah, know. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, absolutely sad. Like I said, 49 fans. I, I mean, you had a great year, but you, you, you had to, t- you had to understand you're going, you were going into a buzzsaw, and you're look, and, you, and y'all were soft putty. Y'all were for it. You know, the myth, the myth this. wasn't, the myth wasn't broken. That myth wasn't broken, so you can't worry about it. Well, I will All say right, this well, about San Francisco, though, man. You know, as much as the Eagles, as as much as Philly takes the heat for having a judge in the stadium and all that 20 years ago, um, we've seen in San Francisco, we've seen people basically get murdered in the parking lot, you know. So expecting these people to have class and take a loss with some class, mm-hmm. you know, th- those expectations might be a little bit high. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, 
there's a lot of losers out here and we have to, you know, they, they definitely are losers now, you know, maybe, maybe, they, maybe they should go after Kirk Cousins. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's all we have for this episode. Obviously we're looking forward to, a to the big, you know, to the big game. Join us this Sunday. We will preview it in every situation, in every way we can put into it, you know, or put our minds, our hearts, and our soul into what should be a, a hell of a game on Sunday evening, on yeah. Sunday night. And then, sad news, that's the next to last show. Next Wednesday is our final look back and our final show of this season. So, we're going into the off season. Matt will give us our, his his predictions of what the Eagles and other teams might do, and yeah. obviously, me and Kwame will just have to listen. Yeah, yeah. Well, now unless the parade is that day, we might have to move that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. If the Eagles win, <laughs> that could that could move. It's not an if, if they either. win. It's just we don't know what day the parade is. <laughs> it could be, it could be moved to either Tuesday or Thursday. Yeah. If well, if the Eagles win, it will be a Tuesday or a Thursday show. We can say that. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. if the Chiefs find a way, then it will be on Wednesday night, like our normal night. But we will do one more show after the after Sunday, and it and this will be, you know, we'll be do our best to entertain you like we've been doing all year. So that's all we have for this episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. Bet wisely, don't do nothing crazy, and join us on Sunday to preview what we think will happen, our score, very important, Mm -hmm. and something else. Who knows? (laughs) I'm collecting my 25 to 1 odds. Yeah.